welcome back. We are back on the That One Catholic podcast. Honestly, I forgot the name of it for a second. That's why I kind of like stumbled over my words. It's called That One Catholic, not That One Catholic Girl, but I am That One Catholic Girl, your host, Vanessa. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about an apologetics topic, which is confession. Now, confession is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and I find that I love this topic so much because it's so obviously rooted in scripture like there's no way around it when you see the verses your eyes are open you're like where have these verses been all my life now I never knew that confession was going to be in the bible and this was actually one of the first apologetic topics that I was ever challenged on so if you guys do not know this I used to date a baptist and he would ask me questions about the faith but one thing he did not like about the faith one of the things he didn't like about the faith was that catholics confess their sins to priests he found it to be unbiblical and I thought oh man How am I going to explain this to him? Because, yeah, confession is not in the Bible at all. How am I going to teach him confession if I can't find it in there either? Well, Vanessa, first of all, first thing you need to do is open up your Bible because you will see that confession is heavily, heavily rooted in Scripture. And second of all, confession is in the Bible. I guess that's the same thing twice, but confession is in the Bible and it was actually one of the easiest things to teach to my ex-Baptist, my ex-Baptist, my Baptist ex-boyfriend. So we're going to go through some verses here today where we can see that confession is in the Bible. And hopefully these verses, just me pointing them out to you, will cause you to open up your Bible and read the context of these verses, read the chapters surrounding these verses, read the Bible itself. Hopefully this just encourages you to open up your Bible and look for those really Catholic verses. We should be practicing reading scripture daily. So hopefully this causes you to open your Bible. I'm really saying this. Open your Bible. Read it. Read it. Okay? I don't know. Did I tell you today to read your Bible? Well, read your Bible. And um, also, hopefully, these verses will help you if you're ever confronted with someone who says that confession is not in the Bible. So the first verse we're going to start off with today is John 20, verses 21 through 23. The book of John is one of my favorite books in the Bible. My younger sister, for Christmas, got me a blanket, and she was like, what is your favorite gospel? And I wasn't sure why she asked me this question. I'm like, ooh, I really like the book of Matthew because we learned that Peter is the rock in Matthew, but I really love the book of John. And I ended up choosing the book of John over the book of Matthew, both of them I love. I love all the gospels. I love all the books in the Bible. But I chose the book of John because I found that it just like taught so much about the Catholic faith. I mean, we have the Bread of Life discourse. But anyways, long story short, my younger sister got me a blanket with the Gospel of John printed on it. It's still in its packaging because it's such a beautiful blanket. I don't know if I'll ever use it. Maybe I'll pin it to my wall as a tapestry or tapestry or however you say it. But nonetheless, let us go through the verse, John 20, 21 through 23. It says, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he has said this, he breathed on them. And the... Whoa. I can't even speak. And said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Now, there's many reasons as to why I love this verse. This is one of the verses that I will say along with the priest, I guess, at Mass when he reads the Gospel, or if we're studying the Bible and Bible study, this is like the one that I'll close my eyes and say it along with the lector because I just... I love this verse. So the first thing I want to point out about this verse that I really love is the fact that it says that Jesus breathed on them. Now, this is 
significant. And the significance of this is that Jesus Christ breathed on them, but also there's only one other place in scripture where we learn about someone being breathed upon, and that is on Adam. So Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. How clear is that, that he's talking about confession? And if he's not talking about the sacrament of confession, what on earth is he talking about? Your sins are forgiven if they forgive them, and the sins are retained if you retain them? Like, I don't know in any way that we can read this verse and not see the obvious teaching of the ministry of reconciliation. And another thing that I really, really love about this verse is that it says, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. What did the Father send Jesus for? For the forgiveness of sins. And Jesus Christ is giving his apostles this authority to forgive sins and retain sins. It says, God has sent me, so I send you. So it's not just coming from a priest. It's not just coming from some random man, but it's coming from the authority given to us or given to the priests from Jesus Christ himself. Through the apostles, we have our sins forgiven. And now I mentioned the ministry of reconciliation. So St. Paul actually talks about this. He talks about it a few times, but a time I'd like to point out is in 2 Corinthians 5, 18-21. It says, And all this is from God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ, and given us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. So, we are ambassadors for Christ. As if God were appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin. Who did not know sin. So that we may become the righteousness of God in him. Okay. Now if John 20 wasn't clear that there is a ministry of reconciliation. I really hope that this brought clarity. Because St. Paul says the message of reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. And one thing I really, really, really enjoy about this verse, and I think St. Paul wrote this for a purpose, he says it's God appealing through them. That it's not through themselves, it's not just the priest man absolving people from their sins, but it's Christ. It's God absolving us of our sins, and God is working through them. We implore you on behalf of Christ. What? On behalf of Christ. They're acting for Christ to absolve us of our sins. So we're ambassadors for Christ. As if God were appealing through us. Like how much more clear can St. Paul be than in this verse where he teaches us about the ministry of reconciliation. It's just It's amazing. Now, a lot of people will bring up like, wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Even though these two verses are clear about reconciliation, about the sacrament of confession being true and biblical. No, no, no. That's not true. You know why? Because there's one mediator. Yeah, I can speak. One mediator between God and man, which is Christ Jesus. We learn about this in 1 Timothy 2, 5 through 6, where it says, For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and the human race. Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself as ransom for all. Now, when someone brings up this verse to us, we should say, Amen. Amen. I love that verse. Amen. 
And then maybe be like, what? what? What do you mean, amen? This totally derails your whole thing about the priests. No, it doesn't. Because notice that St. Paul recognizes that it is God appealing through the ambassadors of Christ. Yes, there is one mediator between God and man, which is Christ Jesus. But Christ Jesus is appealing through his ambassadors. And notice that Christ Jesus, in John 20, 21 through 23, he says that the Father has sent me, so he sends them. Christ is sending his apostles to forgive sins, to teach about the ministry of reconciliation. It's Christ who is teaching this. Christ. It wasn't something that someone made up one day and was like, oh, this is a good idea. No, it was Christ. And so a lot of times I hear a lot of like anti-Catholics or Protestants who oppose this teaching, bringing up like, oh, no, 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 that's not in scripture. Or no, 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 you're not supposed to do that. Why do these people pretend like they know better than God? God told us how we are to worship him. God instituted this ministry of reconciliation. But we're going to sit here and pretend like we know better than God? That we're like, oh, yeah, you told us this Christ Jesus in John 20 and St. Paul reaffirmed in 2 Corinthians 5. But because of 1 Timothy 2, 5... We're, yeah, obviously you don't know what you're talking about because 1 Timothy 2, 5. It's like, who are we to tell God what he knows what he's talking about? When he clearly laid out for us in John 20, 21 through 23, that he's going to send people who are going to forgive sins and retain sins. Sorry, I had to read the verse real quick to make sure I'm using the right word. I said I know the words and all of a sudden I forgot them. And then... Through St. Paul and his letters to the Corinthians, the second letter, he mentions that it's through God that they are doing this. That they're doing this on behalf of Christ. Wow. How much clearer could it get? So guys, those are some of the verses I just wanted to point out to talk about. Whoa, to talk about the ministry of reconciliation and how it is very, very rooted in scripture. Now, here's a little task for you today. I want you to open up your Bible or even just go on Google search and find another verse in scripture where we learn about the ministry of reconciliation. Now, it doesn't have to be as clear as these, but maybe some verses where we learn about, you know, Jesus Christ giving authority to the apostles or anything or the practice of confession happening in scripture. I want you to either Google away or open up your Bible and look for those verses. And you guys, if you guys are listening to this on YouTube so you can leave comments, leave me a comment down below of those verses so that other people can see them. Or shoot me an email at thatonecatholic at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. But I really encourage you guys to open up your Bible and find the grounds for your beliefs. Now, we know our Bibles really well as Catholics. We actually know our Bibles way better than a lot of Protestants. Now, we may not be able to say the exact verse, number, say it um, word by word, like say the verbatim. We may not be able to do that. But the way that we live our lives as practicing Catholics, we know our scripture better than a lot of Protestants, actually more than a lot of Protestants, all Protestants, because we practice confession. We practice the Eucharist. We practice the Mass, and we are attempting. And I say attempting because we're not perfect. No one is perfect but Jesus Christ. But we're attempting to worship God in the way that He instructed us to worship Him. So take yourself out of it a little bit. Take out your pride and don't go like, oh, I'm going to worship God how I want to worship God. Like, no. 
He laid it out for us pretty clear in the way that he wants us to worship him. So today, open up your Bible and see how God wants to wants you to worship him. And implement that in your life, whether it be going to confession, maybe um, once this week or once this month, or making sure that if you haven't been to Mass and haven't received the Eucharist, to make your way to Mass and receive the Eucharist. Obviously, after confession, I just really encourage you to really dive deeper into this relationship you have with God and worship Him the way that He instructed us to worship Him. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this short little episode where we talk about confession. Hopefully, I give you some words of encouragement. Like I said, if you guys want to reach out to me, you guys can reach me on my various platforms. I'm That One Catholic Girl on a lot of social media pages. You can reach me at my email at thatonecatholic at gmail.com. And you can also, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below. I love interacting with you guys. And I'm so happy that you guys are taking so well to this podcast. I plan so many... I, I have plans so many new episodes i'm super super excited about this you guys do not even know but i look forward to hearing or listening i look forward to you guys listening to me my next podcast i love you all god bless and i'll see you in my next one bye